Do you feel like you're stuck or find yourself attracting the same type of relationships and negative experiences or just not manifesting what you want in life? Welcome to Heal Your Story. I'm your host, Heidi Dallaire. Here we discuss all things life, love, relationships, the relationship with yourself, and the stories we tell about ourselves and others. I help people get out of their busy heads and get back in touch with their heart space to learn self-love and help heal their story. I'm a heart space and relational coach, a holistic health practitioner, and author at HeidiDelaire.com and LoveWideOpen.com. Let's go hold some heart space together. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone. I am so excited today. I have a very special guest. I have Dr. Paul Douglas, who is the academic dean of New World Ayurveda. Uh, I have taken several classes with Paul. He's one of my favorites. He's probably the most genuine and kind person I've ever come in contact with. So I'd like to tell you just a little bit about Paul and what we'll be talking about today. Paul's been a physician, an author, a healer, counselor, a coach. He learned meditation as a teenager and has been practicing it for over 40 years. In 2007, he realized that his patients who were meditating healed at a much faster rate. He went on with a team to develop a meditation technique that is easy and practical and it's called heart-based meditation. And I can attest that it is easy and practical. I use it. Paul's goal is to help elevate people's consciousness for healing and happiness through the power of their hearts. Welcome, Dr. Douglas. Thank you so much, Heidi. It's, it's great to be here. And so today, we're going to get right into the meat of heart-centered living. My fan base and the people I all talk to know very much that I come from the heart space and that I try to teach and also emulate this art of living from the heart space or this heart-centered living and how we do it. So if you would, can you kind of talk about heart-centered living and really how one does it and what's it all about? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, in in a short amount of time. So, really, when I look at the task of of what is needed at this point with humanity, it, it really is learning to think with the heart and love with the mind, and and so that inner growth that allows us to be able to think intuitively. And to be healing these patterns that that take us into mind and into suffering, that requires us to be exploring 
how to be living a life from the heart, how to be living a life with our awareness, being more centered and centered in the heart space. And when we do that, this is when the life starts to transform, where life starts to get easier, where these patterns start to heal, where we start to have this phenomenal, phenomenal growth of awareness and, and consciousness. It, it puts us into connection with the joy of being, with who we are at our essence, with our true self. And so heart-centered living has, has this, this profound impact on growth and growth of awareness, but it, it really has several components. And, and one of those is the meditation practice that allows us to experience our true self. It has a practice of heart-centering, which allows us to take that experience of our true self and integrate it into our moment-to-moment experience. And then it has a third component, which is really this cultivating of the heart, this growing of the heart, growing in the experience of and living from and understanding of all the facets of the heart and what those can bring to our lives. It's baby steps, too, within this um, I mean, I, I'm just a novice in comparison to you to meditation, but yet I feel as though um, this way of living has opened myself to so much more joy and happiness and being able to see the joyful moments throughout like your day more than like living like this. And I think it's it's hard for people in today's world, right? Today's world is pretty tough. And so I think there's this notion that you have to close the space to be able to live in it. Yeah. And the world. And I I understand that in the thinking mind. But when you think from the heart, then you close off joy that way. It's yeah. been my experience. Yeah, I had a wonderful teacher who said, you know, you, you either have awareness of the emotional field or you don't. <laughs> it's, <laughs> yeah. You can't cherry pick which emotions you want to feel. <laughs> and so there is this element and this understanding that, yes, um, if you start to uh, shut down, to protect yourself today, you'll also shut down the joy tomorrow. And, and so it's, it's something that needs to be viewed in a different framework. I think for people to understand how to remain open, even in such challenging times. And it has to do with a, a deeper exploration of the heart itself and of consciousness itself that allows us to actually discover a whole region beyond the emotional that exists deep within us that we could say is more 
intuitive, more spiritual, that that is an area of great inner peace. That is a, a, an area of silence. And so this is where having a little bit of training can be very valuable because it can help us to understand and explore those regions that are beyond the mental emotional and that can then allow us to have a place of stability, a a place of inner peace from which we can operate, from which we can open and not get overwhelmed. So So in this cultivating awareness and cultivating the heart, we develop also a strength, a a reserve, a a resource, and come to know that we don't need to close our heart, that we, we have that strength within us that can bring us to, to great peace and to great acceptance of, of what is, even in a time such as now where there's so much chaos. I'm sure there are many who are wondering, how do I access that space? How do I access my heart if I've always been living from fear up? <laughs> yeah, that's where, um, what causes us to live from here up is the stress. And and really the the antidote to that stress is is meditation. That's really what's going to help us to be able to release the fear, release the stress that that keeps us in the mind. And then being able to, you know, shift our awareness. And really come to know this space and do what we call heart centering becomes easy. So it's not that you have to meditate, but it really makes it much easier. And, <laughs> and also just having some training and in heart centering to, to locate in our own awareness. Oh, this is the physical level. Oh, this is the energetic level. Oh, this is the emotional level of the heart. Oh, this is the intuitive causal level. Oh, this is the spiritual level of the heart. So that we have these landmarks. So there, there is a value to training. And it's not necessary. <laughs> it, it is possible for us to just start practicing shifting our awareness to the to the physical heart space and exploring on our own. But it's always easier with some guidance. Agreed. <laughs> you know, and I, I find that um, I can get to that heart space much easier when I'm out in nature. Yes. It's natural, natural grounding for me. But um, then my, my whole awareness kind of comes into the body. And because I've had training with you and practice on my own, and you know, develop things on my own to get into this space. It's really it's such a blissful place, and you just you don't even know you're in there sometimes, and then you're like, oh, this is fantastic. 
Yeah, I love that. I love that. Cer- certainly being out in nature is is one way. And there is an element that we come to where we just have joy for no reason. That's part of the beauty of of discovery, of discovering what exists in the heart. And sometimes it takes us that being in nature to be able to settle enough to to explore and center. Sometimes people, you know, in, for, for each of us, it's individual. For some people, maybe it's in like yoga, you know, when they're finally in Shavasana at the end. <laughs> they... they for, for some people, it's it's it may be you know just at night as they're letting go and relaxing and drifting off to sleep that they can center their awareness and begin to feel into this essence of of our being through the through the window of the heart. Absolutely, and that just like prompted me to kind of think of how. You know, we, we, when we're in meditation, you know, and we're feeling this joy and we're feeling joy for no particular reason, it's not that we're shutting out the outside world and everything that's going on or trying to bypass the, the, the harshness that's happening. It's, it's more that we can integrate it and process it faster and quicker and then come back to ourselves to realize we have this like one life and this amazing vessel that we're in to be able to be here and experience life. Yeah. I love that. I love that, um, that aspect of integration and, and too often when we talk about spiritual things, the, the temptation is to either kind of discount it as, you know, that's kind of, out there or to be getting concerned that we're not being realistic <laughs> that, we're, mm-hmm. that we're really yeah. bypassing and the thing that i love about the heart centering and about heart-centered living is that it actually is is a doorway into greater presence when we can access our being and access our joy through the heart then we have the capacity to be even more present. We have the capacity to be even more tuned into what's going on and more aware of what's going on without it overwhelming us. And so it is this, it really is a process of integration, of integrating that greater awareness, integrating that universal heart into our moment to moment experience. And that's, that's why we call it heart centered living as opposed to heart centered retreating. (laughs) (laughs) It really is, (laughs) really is about being fully present and fully experiencing life. And yet having that reserve, having that, having that joy, having that capacity to be fully present to what is and not be overwhelmed by it, not have it determine our experience of ourselves. So I think it's it's easy for the 
to have the world influence them in a way that they lose complete touch with who they actually are. Yeah, very much so. And that's, that's where it can help to have some tools um, to, to be able to not let things overshadow one's self. And so, I mean, we're on this meditation train of what we're talking about right now. And I think the, the folks who don't know how to meditate or really don't even understand it. Um, can you kind of explain what meditation is and what it isn't? Because I think people kind of have this idea that meditation is just this blank space. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, meditation, I you know, to be... <sighs> Fully transparent. I've often wondered if we could come up with a better word <laughs> because people have all these different associations with it. And, and one of the most common one is, Oh, I have to silence my mind. And, you know, that's, that's almost impossible to do. And, and so people say, well, meditation, not for me. I can't do that. And, and instead, what I teach with the heart-based meditation is that it is a, an effortless way for us to go beyond the physical, beyond the energetic, beyond the mental, emotional, beyond even the spiritual, and contact that pure consciousness that we are. It's a way of being able to 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 know all the levels of our being but most importantly to become aware of consciousness itself and i know that sounds abstract and yet it's really important because consciousness is what allows us to have a high quality of life if we were you know, if we were stuck in a coma that would, and we weren't conscious of anything, no one would say that's a very high quality of life. And so meditation isn't about trying to get rid of thoughts because when we contact that consciousness, it tends to start to shift things. It starts to shift things in our nervous system so we can hold greater consciousness, hold greater awareness. And so the byproduct of that is thoughts. So thoughts are an important part of, of this heart-based meditation. And it's not about, it's not about trying to be mindful as we experience more and more consciousness within meditation it automatically makes us more aware. We're automatically more mindful. It's so that that being more mindful, you know, being able to concentrate better, being able to focus better, these are all the results of the process, not the means to it. And so what what we're doing with this process is just taking a as a sound and enjoying it as a way of leading the mind inward and 
it's it's effortless. It's easy. There is. <laughs> I can attest to it. Super easy. Yeah. You know, so I know my folks are gonna wanna understand like so if if they can grasp this part of heart centered living, because I I work a lot with people with relationships, all kinds of relationships. Yeah. Relationship yeah. with themselves, relationship with others in general. Um, that you know, how do you take this heart-centered living and relate it to relationships? Like, what's what's the key to relationships in your eyes? I think this um, really has has two aspects. One of one of these is relationships become difficult when we don't know who we are when we don't have a a deep understanding and a deep experience of all the facets of our being we can be overshadowed or overwhelmed or overly influenced by others and that can give rise to all kinds of, of, you know, boundary issues and problems. And it, it just, it, it's really important for us to, to have a solid sense and really to know our true self in able to show up in relationships and have them be the most uh, fruitful and growth producing and enjoyable I think the other the other aspect is that relationships are really based on trust. And when we are able to have this heart-centered approach and when we're able to to experience the fullness in our heart, then it's easy to give. And giving isn't like a strain. It isn't something that we're, you know, obligated to do. It isn't something that we overdo. It's just a spontaneous giving. And when others experience that, they trust. They trust that this person is for me, not against me. They trust this person is safe. And that yeah, I, allows everything to flow. Yeah, agreed. Like I, I in one of my quotes is you can't trust and love others until you learn to trust and love yourself. And that's yeah. so true. I mean, I'm pretty sure we've all been there where we haven't had a clear idea of who we are for various reasons. And then all those relationships just blow up in various ways. But when you get really honest with yourself and go deep in here and learn to love yourself for who you are, all of it, trust yourself, it opens up to so much, right? And I I can say I used to be an overgiver. Like it was yeah. all outward flow so 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 much until yeah. I realized I had to kind of pull that back and I I 
I equate it to like it's a it's a valve that you can easily, you know, has a switch, <laughs> but it doesn't have to be full on and it doesn't have to be full off, but it's kind of toggled somewhere in between to have a really beautiful relationships with other people. Yeah, it needs that balance and it needs to be just natural. Uh, you know, we n- we naturally want to share when when we're experiencing joy, when we're experiencing the fullness in our own hearts, when when we're in awe of life and what's unfolding, when we're in awe, say, of nature, of a sunrise, a sunset, the moon, the stillness on the water. When we're in awe like that, it's 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 natural to want to share that. It's natural to want to share that joy and that fullness. And so what happens as we explore the heart, as we as we become more heart-centered in our awareness and in our moment-to-moment existence, we have a fullness that allows us to give spontaneously and not overgive to be balanced in that. It's a giving that gives to us as opposed to one that <clears throat> that takes effort and that is difficult. It's balanced. And what happens is we're more and more full within ourselves, as we're more and more in awe of life, as we experience more of that joy without reason, then the pressure on relationships to be the source of love and and fulfillment goes away. And with that pressure off, relationships transform. I love that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. That if if someone were to want to embrace heart centered living, where do they start? Where could you direct them to go? Or how do they find your stuff? Yeah. So we have um we have a website, heartbasedmeditation.com and on it, um, there are events that um, include uh, training and heart-based meditation that we do every four weeks. Um, it also includes uh, training in heart centering and also uh, retreats that we hold around the facets of the heart. And you can also get there through heartcenteredworld.net. So those those would be um, probably the best uh, place to get started with that in terms of, you know, resources online. I think the other thing is just to begin with, you know, exploring yourself a little bit, turning turning your awareness periodically throughout the day and and just being able to explore a little bit more 
what's beyond the emotional heart. That's another way that people could begin. And I would say absolutely go check out heartbasedmeditation.com. Um, it is an easy process. Like Paul said, I have been through it. And there are really fun community gatherings. I think you still do those every every bi-weekly. Yeah, and twice a I have been a part. Yeah, and I've been a participant in a few of Paul's retreats, and they are powerful. And you come away with just this amazing sense of yourself and your place in the world, and they're powerful. So check out Paul Heart Centered No Heart Centered World .net or HeartBasedMeditation.com. Paul, well, thank you so much. It was a pleasure to have you here. Oh, thank you. Pleasure's all mine. We'll talk to you all soon. Thank you for listening to another episode of Heal Your Story. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find me, my coaching services, my book, or book a Heal Your Story strategy session at HeidiDelaire.com. For other self-development articles, go to lovewideopen.com. And you can also follow me at Heidi Dallaire or Love Wide Open on all social media channels. Thanks so much. Sending lots of love.